You are listening to ESPN New York tonight, the 98.7 ESPN Radio. I just wanted to say thanks, Larry, for acknowledging healthcare professionals every day on your show. What's today's top stories? Now here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. Well, people and athletes continue to speak out. Giancarlo Stanton leads the Yankees speaking out against Mr. Floyd's killing. Quoting Stanton, enough is enough, he wrote in a post on Instagram and Twitter. It's going to take everyone to help this system change, no matter your color attributes. We are all human. Who know what's right deep down? Making a real change will be justice for Floyd and everyone who came before him. Let's all be a part of the change. Derek Jeter, the former Yankee, and this was placed on Miami Marlins on their Twitter account, quoting The CEO, I am deeply saddened by the death of George Floyd and feel the pain and outrage it has caused his family and people throughout the world. This is a narrative that has happened far too often with us as people of color. It is time for racial hatred to end and to be unquestionably recognized and responded to with severe punishment. Michael Jordan spoke out over the weekend. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had an op-ed piece in the L.A. Times. So the conversation is continuing. And that's the good thing. That's what we want. That's what has to be a part of this. Myron Metcalf spoke out about it. He was on Golik and Wingo this morning. And as I said, the conversation has to continue. African-Americans, especially in moments like this, we don't have an option to have uncomfortable conversations. This is our lives, right? This is our experience. And I guess I would challenge more white people in this country to have those uncomfortable conversations, uh, to talk to those people who might not share your views, talk to those people who you know uh, might have perspectives that you don't agree with. You've got to be able to break the ice in those situations, uh, because if you don't and you're only having conversations with African-Americans, especially in a moment like this, I really think that's the easy way out. I think it's important to listen and to educate yourself. But then you got to take that home. You know, I think real change happens at the dinner table. Uh, it happens at the barbershop. It happens at your place of worship. It doesn't just happen in tweets and conversations like this. You've got to go beyond that and bring it home. Demarie Smith, who, of course, is head of the NFL's Players Association, was asked on Get Up this morning, what role do you hope your athletes play in this scenario here? Easy. Um, be relevant. Be involved. Um, and make sure that you are an agent of positive change. Um, you know, whether it was um, you know, the, the, the athletes who stood around Muhammad Ali um, at a time when he stood up and paid a very large price for his voice, um, whether it was Olympic athletes who put their hands up uh, to show their voice, um, when it was Colin and the people um, in our league who supported him. Um, that's the role of athletes who believe that they not only are sports figures in their community, but that they are actually living actors in their community for change. Yep. And that's kind of expanding on what a lot of the players coalition was about, right? So that's what he wants them to do. Let's see if they continue. A lot of lots of players have spoken out, which is a good thing. Pacer guard Michael Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon was on first take today and he says, you know what? We need to see more white people getting involved. 
as far as change tomorrow, as far as pushing the conversation forward. You know, black people are impatient at this point. That's why we see so much of what's going on. Black people are at the end of the rope. We have, you know, no other means to um, sort of demonstrate how we feel. So short term, I think we have to continue to protest, continue, continue to demonstrate, continue to push the conversation forward and continue to bring in those people that are that are of these high quality positions into the conversations, because those are the ones that can enact change now. Strength is in numbers and not just numbers of one type of people. It's wrong. What we saw was wrong. I don't care who the person was that the police officer had his knee on the neck of. It's wrong. Doesn't matter who the color of the person is. That's what we have to understand. That has to change. Stephen A. Smith had a town hall on ESPN Network today. Heard here in New York on 1050. And he calls for national reform. I want national reform. I'm calling for it right now. I believe police killing unarmed black men should be viewed as a federal hate crime. Police union is so strong. You've got folks uh, in office at cities across America. They're really, really scared to bring the heavy hand down upon the law. But something has to be done. And I think federalizing hate crimes with police officers and unarmed unarmed individuals, I think is a good way to go because we're talking unarmed, which you're not as you're not nearly the threat that they're trying to portray you as being to justify their violence upon you. And I'm talking about a slim minority. The vast majority of police officers don't do this, so it shouldn't be an issue. It shouldn't be an issue. Okay, you should know how to handle yourself. It's true. This was a man handcuffed with his arms behind his back. Lying on the street with four police officers kneeling on him. Where is he going? Where? What threat is he? Herm Edwards was on the Michael K show today. Love to hear from Herm. Herm says changes need to be made in the justice system. I think the justice system needs to be looked at. Uh, when you think about a lady justice, it's kind of interesting. You know, she's blindfolded, and that represents uh, objectivity. You shouldn't see a person's identity, uh, their wealth, their power, their race. And the scale that she holds are supposed to be balanced. And, and I think right now they're not balanced. And we've seen that now for quite some time. This is kind of eerie to me, what I'm watching, because in 1968, I was 14 years old. Martin Luther King was assassinated, and I can remember sitting in our living room with my father and my mom and watching what was taking place in our country and having a conversation with them. And now, 52 years later, I have two daughters that are 14 and 13, and they're watching this stuff on television. And it's, it's ironic. And you know, I, I, that's 52 years ago, guys. And the sad thing for me is that this is not a black problem. It's not. This is an American problem. And we can fix it. We can fix it if we really want. That's right. You're right, Herm. Love it. Bomani Jones from the Right Time Podcast was on Get Up this morning, and he says, we're able to discuss this more because guess what? Everyday sports are out of the way. That's kind of interesting because for so long you hear people say that they want sports to be an escape or some sort of distraction. And maybe it's helpful that the sports are not here because now you can't do that. There's no real avoiding what's going on outside, what's going on in the streets, what's going on and what is happening to people um, at this point in time. Now, the role that sports plays and like the role that athletes can play, what I thought was interesting in listening to D talk is 
implicitly, it feels like a lot of what he was talking about was the role that black athletes can play as being agents of change. And I know that's not explicitly what he's saying, but we also know that that's not the totality of his membership and also not the totality of who's involved in professional sports. Let's turn our attention to Major League Baseball. The Major League Baseball Players Association proposed a 114-game season, deferred salaries in the event of a canceled postseason, and an option for all players to opt out of a potential 2020 season due to coronavirus concerns. Jeff Passan said, Major League Baseball said, no, sorry. Major League Baseball saw the 114 game proposal that the Players Association had and said, this is not going to work. What they are willing to do at this point, though, is go to a full pro rata over a shorter season. Now, the length of the season is going to be really difficult for the players to accept. It's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 to 60 games. But the issue here is that Major League Baseball is moving a little bit toward the middle along with the players trying to as well for the longest time really since the end of march when this agreement was put into place players have been asking for their full pro rata salary a 50 something game season major league baseball would be willing to do to get them there now this does not mean that baseball is back at this point but this is a step in the right direction the question is are the players going to be willing to accept and show up to play that 50 something game season hmm interesting buster Oni was on with Barton Hahn earlier today. Actually, yeah, he, no, he was on with, he was on with the DCR, DPHO Canteen Rothenberg. Got my shows mixed up. I was listening to everybody today. Buster Only was on with the guys and he was asked, so what happens if there's no season based on them turning down this latest offer? To not get a deal done, the consequences are almost unthinkable. Uh, it probably would spin baseball into a long cycle of labor problems. Because remember, if they, there is no baseball in 2020, and the coronavirus is still manifesting in the spring of 2021, they'd have to come up with agreement then. The collective bargaining agreement is set to expire in December 2021. I have people on the player side saying to me the players could use the option of striking in order to get what they want. And on the owner's side, there might be some owners feeling like, hey, you know what? We've lost so much money already. We're just going to sit back, wait out the player. And one of the issues that could be in top stories tomorrow is going to be the response to the Knicks saying that this is against their policy to make statements like this. They're respectful of, of, and of their peaceful workplace. There always will be, as we heard from the internal email that was acquired by ESPN, but I'm sure there'll be more and more folks responding to them tomorrow. Yes, indeed. Hey, if you have a small business trying to get the word out, you know that you're still serving the community? Please let us know. We've had over 350 local businesses to do just that. Reach out, and we're still sharing their messages. Send an email to 987ESPN at gmail.com. That's 987ESPN at gmail.com. Let us know your story so we can pass the word along to our listeners. Again, that's 987ESPN at gmail.com, like George's Restaurant in Sunset Park. They're offering free delivery and curbside pickup. They are located at 5701 Fifth Avenue in Sunset Park, Brooklyn. Visit them online at www.georgesmenu.com or you can call them 718-439-1403. 718-439-1403.